with my notebook and I am here to talk about the idea of having ideas. So someone that I'm a big fan of whose podcast I've been following and books I've read and things like that is James Altucher. And he has an idea that I've employed with great success. I really enjoy this and I wanted to share it with you, but just wanted to let you know, this is definitely, definitely James Altucher's idea. Um, credit where credit is due. So what he recommends doing is to, well, he specifically mentions having one of those, uh, like, uh, waitress pads or like waiter pads, um, with a small amount of menu items. And he recommends having 10 ideas every single day on any topic you want. Just practice generating 10 ideas each day. And what I want to share with you is 10 reasons that I think it's a good idea to write down 10 ideas a day. So it was very meta, 10 reasons to have 10 ideas each day. This is an example of my list of 10 ideas. Yesterday, when we talked about novelty, that was also another example of making like a list of 10 ideas. Of course, that one ended up being more like 14. But um, I don't want to say too much else up front because the reasons that I think this is a really good practice are what I've made in my list of 10 things. So let's get to it. So number one, you're going to have a lot of bad ideas. And as whether you're an artist, a business person, both, whatever, I am both. And I have tons of bad ideas, but I'm in the practice of cultivating a lot of ideas of just having a ton of ideas. I, I always say that for every, uh, for every 10 song ideas I have on the piano or singing or whatever, probably one of them is worthwhile or like good enough to do more with, like turn into an actual full piece or song or anything like that. So you're probably going to have a lot of bad ideas. And if you're not in the practice of having ideas regularly, you might be more at risk of getting really attached to the few ideas that you have, even if they're not very good ideas. So if you have 10 ideas a day, you're just used to having like, okay, some of these are going to be garbage and that's totally fine, but you are going to have a higher likelihood of genuine good ideas just by the very numbers of it, the math of it. The more ideas you have, the more likely you are to once in a while, have a good idea. Number two, it's so useful to strengthen your idea muscle and um, what you get when you practice and you discipline yourself to have ideas on a regular basis is you end up with idea abundance. And that is a very wonderful place to be if you're any type of creative person, which is, let's be honest, like pretty much all of us. Ideas everywhere, an abundance of ideas is what, actually this gets into another one of mine. Um, so I'll just talk about this one. So number four is that ideas form the basis of your education because ideas and curiosity, best friends forever. They're super tight and without curiosity and without ideas, there is no education because following those ideas is what allows you to flesh out your, the things that you're interested in. Um, you, you get a curiosity. Oh, I wonder what, uh, like what kind of pandemics there are that could possibly hit us. And then you have, Oh, I have the idea to read a book about it. I have the idea to write an essay about it and so on. Pursuing your curiosity and subsequent ideas is how you educate yourself. And, um, so that is why, um, number three and four, or sorry, number two and three, having an idea abundance is going to actually make you smarter in theory, because you're going to have more trails to pursue. Your life is going to be a little bit more rich. Number four, it gives you the ability to cultivate original thought. So one thing that I notice when I write lists of 10 ideas is that probably somewhere around idea five, 
I get rid of all the auto responses. So all the things that I would expect to stay, like all the boring answers, the standard answers. And about halfway through, I'm like, huh, okay, now I actually have to think about this. Like, I'm not sure what I would write down for this. And, and it forces you to, to make connections in your brain that you would normally make. It forces you to think outside the box and think for yourself. Super useful. Number five, 10 ideas a day allows you to quickly and deeply dive into a topic. So generating 10 ideas probably only takes five minutes, 10 minutes tops, unless you picked something really complex that takes quite a lot of time to struggle through. But if I wanted to say, um, think about uh, like, I, I don't know, maybe um, 10 reasons to journal, then I'm going to be kind of deep diving the idea of journaling um, just for that five minutes, 10 minutes. And it acts as sort of like a mini brainstorm session to pull ideas out of your head and get them in like a structured, tangible format, which is uh, really useful. I find it's a good way to like organize random floating thoughts. Number, I don't even know what number we're on anymore. Six, um, every important life decision is built on the foundation of an idea. So the decision to have a kid, the decision of what major or what to major in in college. <laughs> I didn't go to college, so I don't know the lingo. Um, the, the idea to play piano and then that becomes a big hobby of yours or so on. All of the, the, the decisions that you make that shape your life have a foundation of ideas. So existing in idea abundance in an idea rich environment is surely a good way to, um, allow you to have more interesting life experiences because it's going to, they're going to serve as launching off points into different pursuits, whether they be small or big. It is a fun mental exercise to have ideas. It's kind of like, um, this is a, an old example. I don't know that people in modern uh, times mentioned this, but if you, you know, you do Sudoku or crossword puzzles or things like that for uh, keeping your mind sharp throughout your life. So, this is another way to do that. I find it a little bit more fun and engaging. I feel like it uses different parts of your brain. And it's fun because it could be anything you want it to be. It could be a list of 10 things on anything. It could be um, silly and serious. So it could be like 10 ideas of, and this is a real one that I did, 10 ideas of how Game of Thrones should have ended or things like that. So that would be an example of a silly one, but it was actually uh, required a lot of creative thought, even though most of my ideas, which I do not have in this notebook, this is an old notebook, I cannot share them with you. Um, some of them were ridiculous. Most of the ideas were probably really, really bad, but it was fun. And this is kind of something I already touched on, but your next major pursuit or passion could spawn from one of these lists. If you make a list of 10 things that I've never done before, that sound fun, or um, 10 book topics or like uh, information subjects that I've never read anything about. Um, it, I'm just giving you ideas. I mean, you could come up with your own endless lists of 10 things, but um, from one of these lists, it could be the spark of something. Maybe you, uh, maybe you have a list of 10 things you've never done before. You try one of them and you're like, oh, that was cool. I never knew that I would like making pottery, but I'm like curious about where this goes. Um, and then you actually uh, go much deeper into it. So more reasons that idea generation, idea abundance is very useful. Okay. Number nine, um, this is a habit building thing as well. So if you get in the habit of writing down a list of 10 ideas, it trains your self-discipline muscle because you're just committing to doing something for, you know, five to 10 minutes a day. Anytime you consciously choose a habit and 
try to uh, create a habit, you're exercising self-discipline, especially if it involves some kind of um, difficult physical or mental work. And this can be a little bit of a difficult mental um, work. And finally, if you do something like this for at least 30 days, and even better yet, more, you have to really stretch your mind to constantly and, and constantly be curious about things to get ideas of what to even write about. So one thing I noticed that when I when I first started doing this in the past, and I've gone through periods where I've I've done this practice for you know a couple months at a time, and then I stop and then I do it again. Um, what I noticed though is after you know three weeks, four weeks, it takes a little bit of time to think. Okay, what should I make a list on today? Because you it you know it's pretty easy the first couple of weeks. You can you know maybe there's already topics and ideas floating in your head, but once you get through those, you have to continually be paying attention to the things that are catching your curiosity. Um, 10 different places in the world I could live might be something that comes out of a curiosity of um, travel or, or things like that. So you, you have to just be in a frequent state of curiosity in your reality to even come up with ideas of what to have ideas on, which is fabulous. That's a good place to be. So anyway, give it a try. It's kind of fun. I would say if you're doing something like this, do it at least for seven days. Because it's hard to really reap the benefits of it after just one day, but it's so easy in the sense that it only takes five minutes. Make a list of 10 things today and let me know in the comments what you are listing. You can even share your list with me if you want. It doesn't matter if it's like really good or really ridiculous, uh, but I'd love to hear what you guys are coming up with. Anyway, I'll catch up with you guys later.